The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. Turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel truly honored to be standing in front of you seven months after hard campaigning. But I would like you to allow me to postpone my major presentation, my inaugural speech. Two reasons. Firstly, I'd like to pay our condolences to our fellow councillor who passed away today, this evening. In her memory, I would suggest that I postponed my inaugural speech to our first sitting of council on the 13th of September, if you'd allow me to do this, so that we show respect to our fellow comrade, to our fellow councillor, to members of the ANC, her loss is not your loss. It's a loss to all of us as council. It's a loss to this country. So I'd like to recognize that. Secondly, I think one has to be fair. I know all of us are hard workers, but we've got limits how far we can stretch ourselves. Tomorrow is another day. Let me not subject you to a long speech, but very important. Let me, however, bring this to attention to make a commitment and pledge to people of Johannesburg, residents who voted for us and made this chance possible for all of us. I'm committing under the DLET administration that we're going to bring change. We're going to bring change that is going to create jobs for our people. Over 800,000 of our residents, one in three, are today unemployed. We need to address this, and we need to address this as a matter of agency. Our government needs to play a role, not to be the employer, but to create an enabling environment for the private sector to employ our people, particularly small businesses. Small businessmen and women out there, you're going to be my biggest friends. Because I know when you're successful, you will give employment opportunities to our people. The uh, main opposition party in South Africa, the Democratic Alliance, has won control of the Johannesburg Metro, which is the country's economic hub, unseating the African National Congress, which ran the municipality since the dawn of democracy. On the forum at 8 this morning, we host the newly elected mayor of Johannesburg, uh, Mr. Herman Mashaba. Thank you so much, Mr. Mashaba, for speaking to us this morning. Good morning, Sakina, and uh, good morning to the listeners. Well, first off, congratulations. Uh, Well-fought campaign, and uh, now here you are. This is what you've been working towards. Thank you very much. Uh, deeply appreciate it. I'm filled with uh, mixed emotions. Um, mixed emotions in the sense that one is excited uh, with uh, us having the opportunity to govern the city and find ways to turn it around. But secondly, understand that we're facing a huge challenge ahead of us. But as much as uh, it is a huge challenge, I believe uh, if one navigates, uh, you put together a professional civil service, we'll be able to, uh, over the next five years, be able to make a difference to the lives of our people. So on your list of priorities, uh, what will be number one? What will be the first thing Herman Mashaba gets his hands onto when he gets into his office? 
Well, without any doubt, like any business person or politician for that matter, if you're serious about the delivery or you're serious about the results, it is to do a skills audit to see what you're sitting with in terms of your human capital. Because that's something, obviously, working from outside. And uh, right now, for me, I believe uh, personally, as I've made this many times uh, during the campaign, that I don't believe uh, the quality of our current um, uh, civil service uh, is suited to deliver for people of Johannesburg. So what I need to do is to do an an immediate uh, skills audit to see whether people are put into the right position so that we can move people around or train them. At the same time, ensure them that uh, we instill what I call uh, service with pride. I want uh, to create uh, within the next five years with civil service, civil servants, I mean, civil service uh, uh, is served by people who understand that we are public service servants, where the public out there are going to be our bosses. We want, uh, Sekinda, when you call us or you come to any government offices, you must be met with people smiling at you, people are there to save you, recognizing you that you are the boss, because if not, they know that you're going to punish them at the next uh, voting uh, election opportunity. Mr. Mashaba, how then would you respond to those who would say, but uh, this is just, you know, a modern day way of actually purging people based on their political affiliations? Because what informs this perception that the people who are currently in those jobs may not be suitably qualified for it? Well, I think it's unfortunate for people to think like that, that they must expect us when we are failing. Sakina, right now, talking to you in Johannesburg, we sit with over 800,000 of our fellow citizens unemployed. One in three of residents of Johannesburg are not employed. As I was speaking to you, communities in Alexander, thousands of them don't have toilets. A community of 2,000 will be using two uh, uh, portable toilets that are clean once uh, a week if they're lucky. People of Carsons don't have anything. They don't have roads. They don't have identity. Now, for anybody to say that we must just continue uh, with the status quo, I think it would really be a very unfortunate situation because we're going to be failing our people. Our people gave us the mandate to fix the city to go and give dignity to our people. And the only way you can do that, you do it with human capital. So that is why you need a professional civil service. I see no reason whatsoever for anyone uh, to feel nervous about losing their jobs because here we're not talking about paging. We talk about ensuring that all these failures that I just mentioned, if we recognize them, these are failures. So I need men and women men who are going to help me to correct those things. If anyone feels that uh, they don't want to be part of that, that's, that decision can't be ours. Is this part of uh, the corruption clean-out initiative that you also made mention of last night? Absolutely. As of last night, um, I made it abundantly clear to people of Johannesburg that uh, Johannesburg, as of yesterday, is public enemy number one. I am going to be putting structures, special structures, to deal with any cases of wrongdoing. From the senior men, person in the organization, so forth, we need to speed up to ensure that people understand there are consequences in stealing people's money. Because when you steal people's money, you're stealing people, poor people's money. There's a reason why, as I said to you earlier on, people in Cassins don't have an identity, they don't have a street, they don't have water, they don't have electricity. 
They are unemployed. 10, 15 years, men and women have never been able to get an opportunity to wake up, to go to work, so that at the end of the month they can provide for their families. I believe it is the administration that failed them. So we need to move, move very fast in creating that environment so that we give dignity back to our communities. So when people steal money, it then deprives the government of providing those services to poor members of our communities. Can you share with us the specifics of that plan? Because I'm thinking uh, you obviously thought about this and what exactly you intend to do and how you're going to get there. Uh, Because to South Africans, uh, the corruption-busting story is not a new one. We've heard it. We've seen legislation enacted to actually deal with it, but it's still there. Well, it is still there because we don't have the political will. Um, when in this country, uh, starting from the head of uh, the, our government, uh, the, the Mr. Jacob Zuma, with so many cases that are still pending. So when you get cases like this, you cannot instill confidence uh, in, in society. So you need the society to be run by men and women with integrity. Men and women, when there's a matter of uh, wrongdoing, then you as a leader must stand up and say, not in my name. So we've got the challenge, but we'll start here in Johannesburg, we'll start in Pretoria, start in Nelson Mandela Bay. Fortunate enough, our colleagues in the Western Cape are already doing this. So we're setting up all these models of a new responsible government has to be like. But what does that model look like? We do not allow allow corruption. We do not tolerate and cover any wrongdoings for anyone. Mm. I'm still a bit iffy on the specifics of that uh, because, uh, yes, I understand you telling us that you do have the political will and appetite to actually do this. But in terms of practically following up on it, you know, how are you going to do it? We've just taken the government yesterday. I'm saying to you, we're going to set up special uh, units within our criminal justice system to ensure that uh, anyone who gets involved in corruption is going to be punished regardless of your political standing. But how are you going to do that? How do you do it? That's what I'm saying is you set up structures. How are you going to set up those structures within, um, you know, uh, national uh, settings? How, how is that going but to happen? In the city, don't you have the metropolis? We have the metropolis. We have working, we are going to have working relationships uh, with subs. As much as SABS does not fall under us, but SABS also operates in Johannesburg. They are the ones who provide uh, the capacity, but the, the, but the metropolis will fall directly under the mayor. And, uh, and, and I am going to be announcing in, a day, in, in two days' time, announcing my MMC uh, for safety. Very competent uh, South African who I'm convinced is going to work with, uh, with us as people of Johannesburg to ensure that we set up the structures and just to really wait uh, um, when, we, we, when we make those announcements. We are just telling what uh, we uh, we announcing. Please remember we took out the government last night. At what time? At 10 o'clock. So for anyone to say that uh, we're not going to succeed, I think it's, uh, uh, it's not fair. How can we say we're not going to succeed when we've just uh, started yesterday? Well, I, I, I don't know who said you're not going to succeed. I'm just, you know, asking question based on the fact that obviously when you campaign for this position, you would have thought about the sort of things that you are going no, to no, do. No, thought about that's why I'm, I've just told you what we're going to do. I'm not disputing that, Mr. Mashaba. I'm just listening to what it is that you are saying. And speaking of uh, the MMC that you just mentioned, uh, from what you're saying, I'm assuming he is going to be a man, the person you're talking about? 
Yes, it's going to be a man. And uh, that's been one of the criticisms of the Democratic Alliance, the fact that uh, there does not seem to be uh, too much energy dispensed on achieving gender parity when it well, comes uh, to... Sakinda, wait until come to my press conference. But yeah. I think don't criticize before you see the thing. And no. What I'm saying, we took over government yesterday. Mr. Mashaba, night. it's not a criticism so, of so you. I'm saying is, wait uh, until I will call you to the press conference, come and see my entire team. So, that, so, so you, you have case. taken that so into I don't consideration. How you, when I'm giving you one case, then you are concluding already that the Democratic Alliance uh, is criticized. No, Mr. Mashaba, um, I think uh, because you are defensive about this, you are reading into things that I'm not saying. I said to you... No, you are saying, I'm telling you uh, on one particular case. Now you are generalizing about the DA being criticized. No, yes, I I said this has been a criticism previously. And the question then is whether you have taken cognizance of those criticisms. That is why I'm saying, Sekinda, when I I launch and announce and unveil my my team, please come to the to the press conference. You can see the whole Definitely. Thing. The SABC will be covering it. I have that, no that, doubt that, about that. That would be lovely. Then you will be proud of the team that I'm going to be putting forward to serve people of Johannesburg. Mr. Mashawa, let's talk about unemployment in the city of Johannesburg. One in three um, uh, Johannesburg, as you tell us, is unemployed. What's the plan there? Working with the private sector, as I said, uh, small businesses in particular, uh, the way government is a facilitator, government is not the one to, to, uh, to create jobs. Uh, we need as small government as possible because the bigger the government, the more difficult it is to operate. So what we, my government would do is to create an enabling environment, giving entrepreneurs an opportunity regardless of their political affiliation. Whereas when we as government uh, uh, procure, we have tenders, we're going to be cutting, try to cut them as small, uh, cut them into small pieces as possible, so that we give more entrepreneurs an opportunity to tender for them. And our tender adjudication process is going to be open to the public. When there's a tender out, the day when it is uh, uh, it is awarded, it will be a public uh, uh, adjudication process uh, led. A chat by one of the opposition members. We open when you with someone wins a tender in the city of Johannesburg. The people of Johannesburg will know why that particular individual won the tender. They did not win it because uh, they are related to me or they they the cartel member of, of of our party. So we're giving entrepreneurs. The days of tenderpreneurs are over. But at the same time, we need to create more and more small entrepreneurs, giving them the opportunity to be part of our economy. And how are you going to deal with this in the context of our uh, past and the economic exclusion of a black majority, especially as it pertains to participating in the economy of this country? I've just, I've just uh, said to you that uh, what I need to do is to cover the, this uh, tenders into small pieces so that we can give more and more small businesses an opportunity to be part of our economy. But does that not suggest creating more tenderpreneurs then? How do you tender when 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 ten, entrepreneurs are tender for state entrepreneurs? You create the tenderpreneurs on the basis of those who are politically connected. Here I'm talking about capable entrepreneurs that are players in that particular sector.
not uh, someone because he's a card carry member he's got a cell phone therefore he gets a tender and gives it to someone else to run which it's brings me to, it's not going to happen in our in our administration if you win the tender you're the one that's going to run that tender you're not going to run a tender because you're politically connected and and you, you talk about capable i mean how would you define that Capable. Yes. Anything, anyone, that's, uh, anyone who's capable to run his business, his or her business. That's capable. Uh, not a question that uh, you're politically connected, you've got a cell phone, you get a tender from, from your, your, your comrades, and uh, you go and give that tender to another business to run. I want uh, you, as, as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur that's in that field, when you win that tender, you're the one that's going to run it, not going to outsource it to someone, someone and, else. And, and do you think that the playing field is level in that regard? That is why I want to correct it. I, I don't know if you're following what I'm saying. With that, that is why I want to, lay, to, 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 uh, to level them so that I give as many people opportunities without being, having political connections. So how are you going to level that playing field, Mr. Mashaba? That's what I'm not understanding. By giving people because opportunities, by carving up uh, small tenders into small pieces so that people are given opportunities. Uh, so I don't you, have to say, Sakinda, there's a tender out there going tender for it. It's not my responsibility. It's your responsibility as an entrepreneur. You will know because these tenders will be advertised. So you're talking about giving people opportunities without necessarily addressing the issue of um, uh, historical redress that needs to take place. What do you mean by that? Uh, how, how do you want us to, to uh, how, uh, as, an, as an expert, uh, tell me how do you want to address it if you're not happy with how we want to address it? Hence, my question to you earlier was whether you thought the playing field was level, that all entrepreneurs can come in and actually um, uh, basically, uh, you know, tender here, uh, uh, um, uh, compete for tenders on a level playing field. That's the question I was asking you. What I'm saying is to you is that our tender system is going to be transparent and ensure that we give small businesses, those businesses that have been deprived because of not having firstly political connections, those that uh, did not have uh, party membership. Those are the people that we want to focus on. But for us, it doesn't matter what political party you belong to. It it depends on you, on your capability. If you are in any particular sector, you're a specialist in that, please, when there's a tender for whatever we, we, we want to procure, please tender. The tender process adjudication is going to be an open, transparent process. Always speaking to the newly elected mayor of Johannesburg, Mr. Herman Mashaba, this morning. And uh, we'll take a few calls before we get to the uh, bottom of the hour, and then we'll continue the conversation after the news break. Let's hear from Mayor Kifilwe in Johannesburg. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Dr. Mashaba. Hi, good morning, ma'am. I think you need some rest. Don't let Sakina rattle you. Tell Sakina that, Sakina, I have a few weeks to, to plan all these things. I can't give you my plans the next day. That's number one. Number two, bylaws, Mr. Mashaba, are going to be adhered to, we hope, both in the CBD and also in Soweto. Because in Soweto, the ANC has not been adhering to bylaws. In Soweto, people do as they please. One other area is that Sakumzi precinct. I hope we, the so-called 
clever blacks and whites. 11 o'clock, Sakumse and all those restaurants must close so that the community there must also have a life and raise their children in a proper, safe place. Not all that jiga jiga until 4 a.m. Those people have no life. What, what is uh, parks and all of them, they failed to, to apply the bylaws at that Sakumse prison. That's number Number two, Jeffrey Street, the Mozambicans, they can make business, but they are trashing. Right from the St. Mary's Cathedral, right down to where Lister building, the best specialists have left, who are saying our brothers from Africa are allowed to come and do business, but we are not going to allow them to trash the CBD. But finally, these tenders, they're busy forming co-ops. The youth, you get a tender, the youth must have a stake in your tender. They must have a percentage. This thing of a person getting a tender for 10 million, he subcontracts, he keeps the 5 million, he subcontracts to somebody, and then that, term, that person literally struggles. All those things. These tenders, the youth must have a percentage, 1%, 1%. And they must monitor each other because they're forming co-ops. And in Tatemash, those co-ops are not working. They're actually frustrating our youth. As I'm saying to do, thirdly, I wish you could keep, if you could, all the good people. You know that Makura is a good person. However, I also believe I voted for the EFF. So I'm hoping you're going to listen to my EFF and they're going to give an input. For now... Don't let Sakina rattle you. You need some rest. <laughs> Thank <you. laughs> Thanks, Mickey Philway. Jad is back. Okay. Great, great wisdom. And I think, uh, as I said, I'm, I don't know why Sakina is ignoring um, uh, listening to my speech last night. I was supposed to deliver my inaugural speech last night because of the passing away of uh, one of our colleagues. I, I requested that I defer this to the 13th of September. And one particular matter that I address in my inaugural speech is the question of uh, the respect of the rule of law, the bylaws. And I will deal with that matter at appropriate time. It is contained uh, in my speech, which I supposed to have uh, addressed the last night. But I think, in respect of our of the passing of our colleague, I decided to defer that to the 13th of September. And this morning on the forum at eight, speaking to the new mayor of the city of Johannesburg, Mr. Herman Mashaba, and uh, just talking about his plans for the city and, of course, uh, where he sees the city going and how he intends getting there along with uh, the rest of the people he will be working with. And, uh, of course, we are taking your calls as well. Woo! Lines are burning. 0891-104-208. People want to speak to uh, Mr. Herman Mashaba. But before I get there, can I just ask you to respond to Mayor Kifilwe in terms of um, in, uh, the bylaws and the implementation thereof? Um, as I said, uh, uh, I did not get an opportunity yesterday to um, deliver my inaugural speech. Uh, because of paying tribute to one of our colleagues uh, who passed away during the session. So in her respect, I requested the council that um, I defer this to the 13th of um, September. So therefore, my main speech will only be delivered on the 13th of September so that then you'll be able to dissect and interrogate the issues that I've raised. 
And uh, as I was saying to her in in my speech, I deal quite a lot with um, the respect for the rule of law. Because I cannot believe that they, any country can ever succeed if they do not have the rule of they do not respect the rule of law. And we see the real breakdown of the rule of law in the city of Johannesburg, where bylaws are not longer respected. People live on top of each other. Some of our communities in the settlements, um, I've seen cases where someone gets sick. Uh, emergency services cannot get uh, to, uh, to, uh, to the house because there are no roads. Here in the city of Johannesburg, I'm asking myself, where is the government? Because the government has got the responsibility to ensure that uh, we respect the bylaws. You cannot blame the people because probably people don't know what they're supposed to do. It is the government, as soon as someone breaks the law, government must be there to ensure that the bylaws are respected. And unfortunately, the last uh, administration failed dismally in this respect. But I will deal with this um, on 13th of September, and then you can engage me further on it. Well, so I go. am aware and concerned about uh, the breakdown of, uh, of the rule of law in our country, Let's in hear our from city in particular. Our listeners who have questions for you this morning, Mr. Mashaba, 891-104-208. Castro is in David. And Castro, thanks for your patience. Uh, good morning, Sakina. Uh, unfortunately, I'm unable to just go straight to the question. I believe in creating people. Uh, Sakina, I have, a, I have a concern. You know, the, the message that comes from the mouth of uh, Executive Mayor Herman Mashaba there creates a certain picture that uh, if you don't know, you'll believe that the DA doesn't steal money in, 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 in the Western Cape. Uh, there was a corruption that was just uh, discovered in the recent day, uh, days, and I want to know how, how, how does it differ from uh, the one that uh, uh, Mr. Mashaba is, 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 is talking about. Because Mr. Mashaba wants us to be scared of ANC as if the ANC people are the only people who are stealing money. We know very well that the ANC people have liberated us, and we saw a good governance in many municipalities. I don't remember uh, 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 the former mayor, Park Stau, being investigated for corruption. I remember uh, Mr. Mutante once asked the public prosecutor to investigate himself. So, so, so you can't just come and scare us as if we we know. Well, you are sleeping in bed with people who who who, who stole money in Limpopo. The roads are falling apart. The bridges are falling apart in Limpopo, and you want us to believe that you are going to do everything for the people, but nothing else. Well, people in Western Cape, uh, Kailisha, uh, are, are, are not getting protection from your metropolis. So I wonder how we're going to deal with the with the with the with the issue. I really want to hear from you as to how are you going to deal with inequalities, uh, the, 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 the the imbalances of the past. Uh, if you are going to spread the affirmative action, the triple PEE. You see, as a as a, as a young man born in the 70s, I'm very worried because of uh, today. I can I can proudly say I'm owning a car, I'm owning a house because of the ANC. I'm wonder what is going to happen with these young ones. Uh, the bond freeze that are, are going to be subjected to the same inequalities that you want to promote by scrapping the affirmative action and, 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 and the triple, uh, triple PEE. I really want to know from yourself. But please, please stop exaggerating on the issue of corruption as if you are a saint. The TA is not a saint. We know that you are looting money in, in your municipalities. You will be looting money there in Johannesburg and Swane. Unfortunately, you don't have a majority government. But in that government as vision, it's clear that you, you, it's the, the, the opportunity come. You have never ruled any, in, in, anywhere after 1994 except in, 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 in Western Cape and other few municipalities where you have already looted. 
a lot of money. So please. Thank you. Thank you, Castro and David. And let's hear from Gabriel in Pretoria. Good morning, Gabriel. Good morning, Sakina. Just a quick one, which was a bit touched by the previous speaker. The, the thing is, Herman Mashawa uh, used the ladder of PE to get where he is. Not entirely, but he used it. He cannot say he did not use it. But the, the thing about him is that when he's on top, Sakina, what he wants to do, he wants to kick that ladder so that uh, black young people, both male and female, who are following him, they, they, they don't have that ladder because he has kicked it down. Why is he doing that? Uh, because we know he has made it very clear that black economic empowerment is not in, on, in his agenda. Thank you. Thanks so much, Gabriel. KGM in Cape Town, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Sakina. Good morning to Mr. Mashaba. My, mine, I would, I would think it, it would be more of a... Uh, for a related suggestion to Mr. Mashaba. Mr. Mashaba, th- this is a public position. Uh, I'm only calling because you come from a background of, of business. And I can tell you, if you're not going to be prepared to to be rattled, as, as Maki Filo said, by, by the likes of Sakina and, and many others, uh, you're going to miss the point. This is a, a position where, unlike in, in our our businesses, the the <clears throat> the, the bug stops uh, with you. Here, you're going to be interrogated, you're going to be irritated, you're going to be uh, taken to task with regard to your plans. And and, and please, as, as much as we, we will support the good things that you guys are going to be doing, let, let's not be hastened to remember that this is politics. The bottom line is, come the next five years, we will be judging you and, and your governance, whether it's ANC, whether it's the coalition of you and, and EFF. The bottom line is the people that are going to be looking at you and saying, Mashaba has delivered or has failed. Thank you so much, KGM. Uncle Soli in Cape Town, good morning. Uncle Soli? Um, morning. It's not Antro. Morning. Good morning, Soli. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I just want to support the previous speaker as well to say to Heaven that when you are not experienced at being interviewed, it's sometimes tricky to get your messages across. So it's very important for the new mayor to actually sit down with this communication team as soon as possible so that no matter what question is asked, the message is always flicked around. Sakina has got a job to ask the question, uh, the new mayor, and you've got to be accountable by answering those questions. It is her job to ask you those questions. Thank you very much. Thank you. I think that was Mama Bulo in Cape Town. Our lines crossed there, but I think Uncle Soli is up next. Good morning. Morning, Sakina. Morning, the Honorable Mayor, Mr. Herman Mashaba. All, all I say, Sakina, is that knowing the problem and the business world that uh, our Honorable Mayor has gone through, I'm sure that if you follow business ethics and taking into account what the previous callers have said, not forgetting where the past is and how much has to be righted, we have real winds of change and it's going to make a difference. It's not going to happen overnight. You'll have to give him time. You, the minute he announces his Mako, we will already know which way he's going. And I, I want not only congratulate him, but I also want to tell him that it's the irony of life. When the nationalists came in, they were dead scared of the ANC and they were the enemies. He's come in now and the EF were their worst enemies and they've helped him to power. So he's going to be checked. He's going to be taught. 
The winners in the game are the EFF, who hold the keys to everything, and he will have to go with them. And I only want to tell him you can advertise as much as you want, you can do what you want, but if you don't deliver the goods, the customer is going to punish you. Good luck, my friend, and all the best. Thank you, Uncle Sully in Cape Town. Let's go to Durban now. Gideon, good morning. Hello, Sajina. Good morning. Welcome, Gideon. Hello, Sajina. Good morning. We are listening to you, Gideon. Hello? Gideon, go ahead. We're listening. Yeah, okay. Okay, I would like to say uh, congratulations to GA for the victory that they have for Gauteng Metropolitan. Uh, to the Honorable Mayor, Mr. I think you have to put uh, the Gauteng House in order. There is a lot of irregularities that were taking place. You see, like uh, the transnet thing that was going, uh, that, 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 that was being uh, introduced to carry cargo from Durban to Durban. You see, when you are looking at things like uh, promoting uh, employment, Nothing has killed the, the transport industry very much. You see, there are transport companies which are closing down. People are losing employment. And uh, there is uh, this thing of... Uh... We lost Gideon there. Um, hopefully we'll get him back, but let's move on to Kanya in East London. Kanya, good morning. Hi there, Sakina, and hi there to the Honourable Mayor. Um, I do want to congratulate the mayor on his um, on his speech. I do think that this is probably going to be a nice shift uh, from what we've been, uh, been used to. I do want to actually pose a question though to the honourable mayor. Um, one of the key uh, selling points of the campaign of the BA has been the need to be able to create several hundred thousands of jobs. Um, and I, I, I have been listening to the interview where I do think that in some cases it did seem as if the Honorable Mayor was a bit defensive. Um, I do want to get an indication of how those jobs will be created. Can the promise still actually be kept? Um, or are we going to be seeing something of a similar nature to what we've been actually being used to? And then I think the second one would be in relation to the corruption, the corruption agenda. Um, it, it goes without saying. We, 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 we've, been, we've been made to get accustomed to this thing uh, to the point whereby even if you are a small business and you're actually trying to get into uh, working with government, if you don't have uh, a particular membership card, it seems as if it's impossible. What's the procurement process that uh, the Honorable Mayor has been able to say that he will be introducing? What means will there be or measures will, will, will the government use to ensure that uh, young entrepreneurs that are able and willing are going to get a chance to be able to actually start getting business from government? Uh, with that, thank you very much, Akina. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Kanya in East London. We're speaking to the mayor, new mayor of Johannesburg, Mr. Herman Mashaba, this morning. Lennox is in Durban. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Sakina, and uh, good morning to, to the new mayor, and congratulations. I must uh, add out that uh, state that I'm speaking in my personal capacity. Uh, Sakina, I think, uh, you know, it's an opportunity now uh, for, for the mayor and his party uh, to actually... Uh, give the nation that silver bullet, uh, and then we can see how they are going to uh, turn things around, and good luck to them. Uh, the second part issue that I want to raise, Sakina, is that, uh, you know, I think it's very important uh, for everyone to know, I think, especially members of the media, uh, South Africa is not counting. You know, what is happening today is that you've got also the swearing-in of the Etequini Council. 
the second biggest contributor to the country's GDP. And I think that story is being relegated to the side shows that are taking place just because the West are full, are full of passionate intensity. I think it's only it's fair that uh, the second biggest contributor to the country's economy, what is happening in this city, other than leaving it to, to the traffic uh, uh, reporters, uh, it needs to be reflected as a story. Because it's a huge story for South Africa. You know, it takes me back to what happened after the local government election, where in, in KZN, the ANC wrestled about seven wards from the opposition, particularly from the DA, uh, even in the town of Peter Marisbeth. But that story uh, was not was ignored by, by, by the media. Uh, the third point that I want to raise, <laughs> Sakina, is, is that, uh, <coughs> you know, uh, it's an opportunity now. People can no longer hide behind the ANC. I think the ANC, we know the outcome of the election. It's time for people to work and to deliver on the promises that they made to the people. Hiding behind the ANC is no longer going to help people. The ANC has agreed that it's going to be a part in opposition. And I think we have selective amazing in terms of what would constitute a South African story. You know, ANC has been in opposition here in KZN. And the ANC has done well as an opposition in KZN and to was able to rest the entire province and many principalities. So it's not for the first time that the ANC will be in opposition, and it can only be the opposition in Western Cape. It was in opposition here, it had only two MECs, and it was able to work very hard as an opposition, and it was able to win support of the entire province of KZN. Well, thank you so much there, Lennox in Durban. Joshua NPE, good morning to you. Good morning, Shakina. Uh, Mr. Mashaba there is a very temperamental person and quite attacking. And this is supposed to be a public figure. Um, I think the DA must be the most embarrassed party this morning to be represented by someone like that. But it's not no surprise because in his input, he cannot even answer a simple question as to what are his plans. In a radio interview like this, one of the first questions, as a public figure, you have to expect plans and how are you intending to implement them. He's got absolutely none. In fact, you frustrated him quite a lot by insisting on that. For that reason, he robbed South Africans of, 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 of an insight into his plans. You tried open up the doors for him to do that. But obviously, when you don't have a player, Takina, what do you say in, in answering that question? Uh, Herman Masaba used to be the chairperson of the Free Market Foundation, an organization whose purpose it is to um, do away with collective bargaining. Collective bargaining through bargaining councils in our country is responsible for the industry peace that, that South Africa most of the time enjoy because um, industries are regulators and conditions of employment um, see the, the, day, the light of day as a result of that process. He hates that process. He took that whole process, all the bargaining councils, to court to ensure that there's no collective bargaining to, so that companies especially small companies, as he put it at the time, are actually able to pay whatever amount they want to pay people, whether or not you have qualifications. So that is the purpose of the Free Market Foundation. If lost the case, and he's going to use this position now to regain lost ground. So Johannesburg people, brace yourself for a very rough ride under a very irrational leader. Thank you, Joshua and P.E. George, you're in Bloemfontein. Good morning.
Hi, morning, Sakina. I just want to thank Mr. Moshama for his position. But what I want to say is, he's now the captain, you must remember. Whatever happens goes wrong down there in in, in Johannesburg. He will have to be accountable. And the other thing, the last thing that I want to say to him is, congratulations, I hope he aligned himself with the principles of Almighty and making sure that the life of the Houghton people has changed. Because we in the free state, I would say we are in danger, but we will, we're looking at people like them. He's still young. And let him show us the energy that he had. Because I remember when he, he said his mother was a, a domestic worker and he happened to be one of the Italian boys, which I was when I grew up. But now it's time for him to show us and make sure that the, uh, the, 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 the DA and the people of Houghton in general survive the, the storm that was coming to them. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, George. Well, uh, quite a few comments and inputs there, um, Mr. Mashaba, and uh, let me give you an opportunity to respond to them. Thank you, Sakina. Let me address the issue of uh, two of your callers who are concerned about uh, me uh, abolishing black economic empowerment. Um, I'm the mayor of the city of Johannesburg. That matter does not fall under my competency, even with whatever intentions. This is a national matter. So the city's responsibility, my role as a mayor, is to provide services to you, services like water, electricity on a daily basis, that you live in a clean city, um, you create employment opportunities, create an environment for businesses to flourish so that our people are employed and you're safe and so forth. So, unfortunately, national matters, I think, can only be dealt uh, with at national level. But one thing for sure, I'm a Democrat and I believe in the rule of law. So whatever laws that are applicable at national level, I can assure people whether I like it or not, I have to comply with those laws. Otherwise, I'm going to be in breach of my responsibility as, as a mayor. So let's put that particular matter behind. In terms of my plan, Sakira, remember when I started my discussion with you, it is there for the, for the entire South Africa to know that yesterday, because of uh, what happened to one of our colleagues passing away, I thought it would be inappropriate insensitive for me to deliver to my political speech and agenda so that people of Johannesburg are given an opportunity to see what my plans are. So I then requested my counsel in front of uh, the open media, and I was given that opportunity that I present my plan on the 13th of September. And that's precisely what I said to you. So if anyone believes that I don't have a plan, uh, let them wait until the 13th of September that, um, that are presented because I was given the permission by full council in front of the media. So, and uh, to now deal with it in a platform like this, I don't think also it will be really be appropriate because this plan that I have is not just for, for SAFM listeners. I have a plan for people of Johannesburg. So I have to present this plan when everyone has been notified so that all residents of Johannesburg can listen to this plan and interrogate it. And um, someone is asking a question about Mr. Mashaba's business interests. Uh, What is going to happen to your business interests now that uh, you are the mayor of Johannesburg? Well, uh, Sakina, when in January this year, announced uh, to enter and be the DMRL uh, candidate, uh, left all my business interests. At this time, not even uh, required by law. 
out of my own because this campaign for me was a serious project. We needed to unseat ANC, and I gave it my full, left all the responsibilities to my wife and my partners to resign from all those people, from those responsibilities, and I focused on, on being the DMRL candidate. I crisscrossed our city, going from township to township, suburb, settlement, over the time, making sure that I get enough votes to allow us to unseat ANC, and that's what my focus is. Now, as of yesterday, and now I'm a now full-time um, uh, state employee, and that's what I'm going to be focusing on for the next five years. And Mr. Mashaba, just uh, before we wrap it all up, uh, there was a tweet uh, that people uh, were actually uh, resending this morning, retweeting, and it was about uh, the uh, you were thanking some of the people who voted with the DA, those who were in coalition with the DA, and um, amongst them the EFF, you said, was in coalition with uh, the EFF. And people are asking if you could just uh, set the record straight on that. Well, I thank uh, all the parties that voted for us. And EFF, when opened, gave us the 20 votes in council yesterday. And they made it clear, not just the me, the EFF, since last week, made it abundantly clear that they're going to vote with us and vote me into power. And I thank them for that. I feel proud of being associated with them because uh, what they stand for in ensuring that we can go and prove the lives of our people who were failed by the ANC government. I'm going to work with the EFF to ensure that we give our people dignity. People of Zwetlain Alexander, people of Zanspreit, we need as government, as a matter of agency, spend money to ensure that we go and give those people uh, the infrastructure that they deserve, that ANC government failed to do. So it's going to be a pleasure for me, and I'm looking forward working with the EFF to ensure that we can go and improve the lives of our people. So and I'm excited with us that I have a partner who would understand the plight of our people out there. Mm. And but- me, as a mayor, I will facilitate to make sure that we, we make money available to ensure that as a matter of agency, we go and provide infrastructure, proper infrastructure to those communities. Mr. Mashaba, thank you so much for your time this morning. And that was uh, the newly elected mayor of the city of Johannesburg. And as he said, um, he will tell us more about his plans as time moves on. And uh, that's where we're going to leave it uh, this morning, unfortunately. Thank you so much for your participation. Uh, Lots of it. Unfortunately, we couldn't get through all of the calls or the messages for that matter. But we do appreciate you listening in and participating. Uh, To you and, of course, to the production team. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in this morning. We'll be back tomorrow.